Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Before all of that, I want to talk about Irish Homes now going to be eligible for the €600 Euro grant. This is to put the electric vehicle charging point at your house. And you're now actually going to be able to apply for the grant, even if you don't own an electric car. And it's part of the um, effort to rapidly expand the state's recharging infrastructure. Um, Derek Ryan from Nevo, it's a company who help people transition to EVs, is with us on the line today. Uh, Derek, what is the reason for this? Why now extend the grant, I suppose, to everybody, even if they don't, if they don't have a car or they've no plans to get one? Great question, Andrea. I think what people are finding is when they go visit their family, the family member that you're visiting may not have an EV or you might be staying in an Airbnb down the country. And because the original legislation and the grant system was that you had to own an EV, prove that you owned it. Uh, and that was going to be its primary pace of parking. So this now is starting to widen it out to our friends and family that want to see us visit, visiting. And if we're driving an EV, at least we can charge when we get there. It's great news. Yeah, really good. I think it's great to see the government start to take these initiatives. Owning an EV, there's thousands of people out there that are doing it. Uh, having a charger at home is at the major factor of the ability to do that. Uh, and now we're starting to get around the country and, and drive every part of the country and no problem with driving it with an electric vehicle. Will the apartment complexes, though, are they included in this, Derek? Yeah, so that initiative, okay. another initiative announced yesterday was that management companies and property owners can apply to put in communal charging for their residents. Uh, and we've gotten a lot of inquiries on that already this morning. And then if you are an, uh, an EV driver within that apartment complex and there's a charging infrastructure there, you can apply to have your own charging or put in your own parking bay rather than utilising a communal bay that people would use only when they need to charge. And really, sometimes okay. you only need to charge once once a week or once every other week. And who pays for that? I presume you, the, the owner of the apartment? So if you're going for that route, if you want a charging uh, station, if you want to charge equipment in your own parking bay, you pay for it yourself and then you can draw down that €600 Euro grant. Or if it's a larger infrastructure piece, it depends on uh, whether you're a property owner, as in the, the owner of the building, if they're the management company, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So there's different percentages as to grant support there. Mm. I'd, I'd love to hear actually from people, um, Derek, today who, you know, w- will this now entice you to go electric, the fact that you know everybody is going to be able to have the uh, the charging point at the house, even if you don't yet have an electric car, but maybe your you know your son or your daughter or somebody else in the family does. Um, I'd like to just hear people's views in general on the network, the charging network system around the country. If you want to get in touch with us, um, so so apartment complexes are going to be able to have it. People, everyone's going to be able to apply for this grant at their house. What about people that live um, that don't have their own you know parking? It's just on street parking on the street. Yeah, Derek, like is there any... yeah, so some of the local authorities are looking at it and putting in what they're calling hubs, charging hubs. Some local authorities, so what we mean by a charging hub is you might have a couple of slower chargers that you could park your car overnight, walk back to your apartment, and then in the morning walk back over and pick it up. So that might be in the car park of a local church or uh, chapel, that might be in a local school or secondary school. So these car parks that are utilised during the day or at certain times but may not be utilised overnight, we're starting to get inquiries coming in, people saying, we'd like to utilise this space, can we put in some chargers for the local community? So there's an element of that. Some local authorities are looking at utilising the street lights that are there already and putting a charging socket in that. 
and so you're not putting anything else onto the street, you're using that. It's a slower charger. There may be trip hazards and people that would might start messing with them overnight. So different local authorities are going different ways for people that don't have off-street parking or live in an apartment complex. But there are definitely solutions out there. And it's great sometimes that Ireland doesn't be a fast mover at the start. But we're looking at other countries like Norway uh, on the continent that have done this in the last couple of years. And we're picking best practices. Uh, probably the biggest pinch point in Ireland at the moment is when people are commuting across the country. Uh, and we're definitely lacking in that case. So yeah. you might be able to charge at home. Your car might be big enough battery to get you across the country to your holiday home or a wedding or a funeral. But then you pull into one of the motorway service stations and unfortunately they might only have one charger. Mm. There's two people ahead of you. So we definitely need to focus on either incentivizing ESP networks to put in more chargers there or really making it profitable for a public a private company to get in and, and start making yeah. money, but also providing the service. I have, I've had in only, would you believe, up till uh, Wednesday of this week, I had my um, my own, my second only ever electric uh, vehicle um, experience, Derek. I had a, just a, a test drive. Um, BMW gave me the, the iX, the X-Drive 40 for a couple of days, just to experience what the country's network system was like. And the one thing I, and the car was, sure, the car was fabulous, but the problem yeah. I had was the public network system. Now, granted, I didn't have a, I didn't have a, a, a charger at the house, so I was fully reliant on the public network system. But, like, there's not enough of the high-power chargers. That was my assessment no, of it. No, great capacity, but you know what? There are solutions for everything, and what we're finding is we're getting inquiries from locations that might have an issue getting power from the grid, but we can offer a battery buffer system. So this is a large battery kind of half a container that sits away in the background. It's trickling in overnight or during the week. And then when everybody wants it at the weekend, you can actually fast charge your cars. So we're getting lots of inquiries from supermarkets, from shopping centres, from mm. hotels. So, okay. You know what? There's lots out there that want to put the chargers in. Oh, and yeah. There's definitely solutions. Yeah, absolutely. Demand, demand for it. Stay with us, Derek, because the callers are, are coming in now. Um, Gareth is on the line in Galway. Gareth, you are an electric car owner. Um, extend, uh, expa- expanding the electric vehicle charge points now, the grants to all households. I assume you think it's a good move. No, it is. Um, and definitely for apartments and stuff like that, um, which was an area, a grey area for a lot of people, and um, not knowing how they were going to actually charge the, the, the new charging systems that they're talking about now coming in and making it available for the apartments is fantastic. Um, I'm looking myself that I, I live in a bungalow house and I don't have driveways or anything like that. I have to worry about it. Um, so I can I can charge off the network from my own house, which is uh, very good. Mm. Um, and how do, you I, find actually, the, how do you find the public network generally, Gareth? I suppose you don't really have to rely on it that much then. I, 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 I don't. Um, I, I'm quite lucky that way. It, generally speaking, it, it, can be, it can be a bit of a hit and it can be a bit of a miss. Um, part of it uh, of having it is understanding exactly where you're going and what you have in the car it's like everything you wouldn't jump into something not knowing exactly what you're doing and EV cars just require a little bit of, of thought yeah but they do like uh, the, the new EV cars with the larger batteries like I can drive Galway to Dublin in winter time with the heating on uh, which is the most taxing on it and we can get there and it, we only need to charge in Dublin to get back, basically, mm. we don't need to stop. Um, Galway to Galway to Limerick is no problem at all. That can all be done in one battery, and you don't even have to stop for a charge at all. So the the, the cars have improved hugely. Oh, from considerably, where they yeah, considerably. Yeah. I mean, the car that I had last week was it was four hundred and ten 
uh, was the range, kilowatt range out of it, you know, which meant I could get from a charged in Ballinalec just outside Longford from there to Sligo and Sligo back to Dublin and didn't have to stop. You know yeah, what it's a long inc- way from the, the yeah, a long way from the hundred and twenty kilometers. Absolutely, no, 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 <laughs> no doubt about it for sure. Efa's uh, on the line in Wexford as well. Efa, you recently went electric. How's it going for you? Yeah, it's grand. I I love it. Um, but I only have the car less than two weeks, so there's probably still bits that I have to learn about it. Yeah. And how are you finding? Um, like, do you have a grant or do you have the charger, the charging point, the station at your house, or are you relying on the I, network? I actually don't have it at my house yet, but I'm hoping to get it next week. The guy who was putting it in was on holidays. Um, so um, I am just, you get a plug, a, a charger with the car that that you can just charge, you know, plug into a socket in the house. So that's what I've um, been using, but I've only had to charge it twice and I've only yeah. driven short, short distances. I haven't had any... Um, you know, huge journeys. And like you were saying, I have 350 kilometers in my battery. So um, I, I, yeah, it, it hasn't gone down that much. Yeah, well, know? that's great, isn't it? I mean, you certainly, when you yeah. hear the discussion around the petrol and, and diesel prices at the pumps, uh, you can certainly uh, see the advantage. Uh, Derek, you're still with us. And funny, just on Aoife's point there, actually, when I was stopped at, I think it was the, was it the Circle 9, the um, Kilcullen uh, station I was pulled in at charging last Friday actually coming back here from Waterford when we were doing the show and I was chatting to a guy who was charging his car as well and we're just talking because he, as I, clearly he knew I was new to all of this you know and um, he said to me you know he was relying on the public network at the minute because he didn't have the charger station at his own house because there's a delay sometimes in getting it and he said to me you know you should try and if you're thinking of getting one you nearly need to apply to get the charger in at the house in advance or put that call in because it could take weeks and just when I hear Aoife there saying she doesn't have hers yet. Like, is that common? Yeah, it would have been common and definitely there's a lack of uh, electricians out there that have the ability to do it. Uh, There is probably an underlying theme there with some houses that might not have the load or capacity to take an electric car charger because they might have put in one or two electric showers over the years and you can't charge a car and have two electric showers going at the same time. So there sometimes is a bit of an upgrade on it as well. So definitely now that the grant is available, uh, people should start inquiring with their local installer or coming to ourselves or any of the there's plenty of good opportunities up, out there to engage okay. with good electricians that know what they're talking about that can come and do a survey can give you an understanding mm. as to what's needed and give you a time frame to get that charger installed because whether it's getting the hardware itself and it's great to hear Aoife getting a charger installed and, yeah. and you were saying with the price of fuel but the even smarter move is if you've got the ability and ha- or have solar power already that you can charge your car from these great sunny days that we have and it's that's in essence nearly free free energy. So you're never going to get a, a petrol station giving you out free petrol or no. diesel. Whereas with this, you can be topping up your car. Now, it won't do a lot, but it'll do a bit. Uh, and when you've got the solar panels on there, you can set it up that it'll charge the car at the same okay. time. Um, let me bring in Pat as well. Pat's in the line in Wexford too. Pat, you haven't gone electric just yet. That's right, Andrea. Well, listen, we, we, made, the, we ta- made the decision to, uh, to hold off um, we had decommissioned the car. We have five drivers in the house and we're in the country, so we need cars. We had managed to get down to two cars between the five of us. We've gone back up to three now because everyone's had to return to work and uh, sport is in full swing again and the cars are needed in the morning and, and in the evening. Mm. Um, but we made the decision to buy a second-hand diesel car, which was about a third of the price of a new electric car. We couldn't get a, a new uh, our second-hand electric car. Um, and 
because we're using cars um, constantly, but relatively low annual mileage, uh, we get a long longevity out of them. You know, it's not hard to get 15 years out of a diesel car. Uh, and to be honest, I was slightly concerned about some of the things around like the mining of lithium for electric car batteries. As the number of electric cars increases, there are issues around, you know, emerging issues around the sustainability of that. Charge points is a huge issue. There are very few charge points around here. The SIMI are saying 100,000 charge points are going to be needed in the country by the end of the decade. We only have less than 2,000 at the moment, I think. And the government has only put in, to my knowledge, 22 points themselves uh, over the last three years. So, like, we're falling further and further behind as more people opt for electric cars. And uh, and the final thing then, I mean, and, and I have to be honest about this, Elon Musk is the poster boy for uh, for electric cars. Okay. And uh, just like Mark Zuckerberg was the poster boy for social media and the democratisation of, of information. Okay. I look at and Elon Musk now and, and I'm just aghast at who he is and what he right. stands for. And I just wonder. And that'll put you off. Well, it, it 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 caused me to pause for thought. Okay, we, okay. We're still in the infancy of, Le- of whether electric cars are sustainable as they we want them to be. Right, well, Derek. Do you want to come in on that? Out there, Andrea, there's a lot of uh, fear, uncertainty, and doubt there, and I'd have to correct on a lot of things. So the number of charge points were was miscalculated, and, and uh, the Irish EV Owners Association came back on the back of that report that you referenced with regards to we need a hundred thousand charging points. So that was totally incorrect. We're definitely lacking in charging points. Um, and to your point, we definitely need to increase the flow of second-hand electric vehicles yeah. and whether that's the import tax being from the UK being reduced for electric vehicles, uh, your mining of the minerals that you talked about with regards to the production of electric uh, vehicles and the batteries that go in them, absolutely. But there's as many harmful chemicals used in the refining of petrol and diesel. And once it's mined, an electric battery doesn't produce any more pollutants, whereas as much as you've gone from five cars down to two and three, which is great to hear, every time you turn on that diesel engine, there's you know it's, it's polluting the environment. It does take time for the carbon that's used to make an electric vehicle to be balanced out one, two, maybe even three years. By the time then it's, it's neutral and you're, you're not emitting anymore. So it's not perfect. And you know what? Cars that may not be the solution as well. Um, it might be that active transport, it might be using a bike and all that kind of stuff. But I'm from the country, I know where you're coming from when you've got a large family and they need to get around mm. a car. But you know what, of those three cars, if we looked at the mileage of them, we probably could say, you know what, let's turn one of them if you can get it and when you can get it. And it's great to hear that you're looking at a second-hand vehicle, electric vehicle, might be perfect for popping in and out to town or bringing yeah. kids to school. Well, it's so. a second-hand. And a lot of the techs actually, funny, Derek, coming in from people at the moment, all talking about, because the new cars are, you know, they are pricey to buy. So yeah, it's, it's it's trying and to get a, a difference in it. Get, get your, your hands you. on a second-hand one. A lot of questions too, Derek, coming in from people on uh, the problem with the grant at every house is that it'll only put the price up. The grants are useless, as a texter. Another listener as well talking about um, not enough EV parking in cities. It's a nightmare to find them. It adds to a lot of stress. I certainly experienced that. I can tell you last week when I landed myself trying to trying to find um, parking or the, the high chargers points around the country. Uh, I did find the ESB app actually wasn't fully up to date either in my experience of it. Um, Derek, just on that about the grant, how much is it to put the charging point in at the house if the grant is for €600? Euro? 
you'll be getting, you know, quoting around 1,000 to 1,500. So you're going to be paying between then the difference of 400 to 900. So uh, it depends on the type of a charger that you want. It depends on whether you want app access, whether you want solar integration. So there's there's the fancy ones and there's the basic ones. And so you'll be paying at, once you get the grant back four or 500 euros, which I think in the long run, when you don't have to go to a petrol station to fill up and the total cost of ownership and start to crunch those numbers. And like you said, the price of now the electricity price has gone up as well. So we're not immune to it. But if you've got solar. Ah, there's no comparison, though, to sitting at the forecourt. You know what I mean? Like if you're paying for petrol, when I see the level of driving I did last week, uh, Dublin, Waterford and back, Dublin, Sligo and back to Dublin. Like if I was to have put petrol or diesel into the car to do that, I mean, I dread to think what I would have paid, oh, yeah, absolutely. you know, by comparison well, to pay for the yeah, electric the, charge the, the, the charge if you go for motorway services electric charge some of the providers are a bit more expensive and so it's definitely charging at home is the way to go charging on a slower charger is the way to go if you can but when you're out and about and you're going across country and you need to pull in for a fast charge every now and again the cost of that might be a bit more expensive but yeah to your yeah. point of if you had to fill up with petrol or diesel charging yeah. spots and what we're going to get and you look at again in other European countries when you look at other um, you see that it doesn't become that you have to find an EV parking spot. All parking spots will be EV and like we're, we're chatting with <laughs> the likes of parking centres where all the parking bays in any of the Dublin city car parks still all start to get EV charging stations in every single parking yeah. spot. But, ju- but just a quick one and correct me, please do Derek if I'm wrong about this, but from my limited experience of driving the, uh, the, the electric car last week, um, and I see a text in here too now from a listener because I thought I must have had this wrong. It's having to pay to charge the car and pay for parking that I find ridiculous. <laughs> like, because yeah, I did local notice authority that. You definitely do need to do something about it. So if it is on local authority ground, I think you're still stuck in the that's our parking yeah. space we want to be paid. So you pay to charge. Well, like like I, d- I don't pay, you know, Apple Green or Circle K or any of them for the, the few minutes that I'm pulled in. Few, yeah. yeah, but you had to pay for the parking. I noticed this down in Waterford. We had to pay for parking and then you pay for the charge. I actually thought I had, mis- I had misread that, that I couldn't be right. No, and now I have a text in here from a listener saying the same. Usually if it's a slower charge parking or slower charge apologies so you might be there for four or five or six hours that's a space that they're going to miss out on revenue so what we'd say is if you are doing that yeah you have to pay to charge and pay to park because you're using the space and you're using the energy but if you're fast charging you'll never have to pay for fast charging because you're in and you're out and you're gone in 40-45 minutes Listen, thanks a million, Derek, for joining us here in the programme today. Derek Ryan from Nevo, uh, Gareth, Pat, Aoife, uh, all of you sharing your electric car experience with us. 53106 is the number if you'd like to share your own experience uh, with us on the programme today. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.